Hi, I'm Dan Hebert, Financial Planning Program Director and Advisor to the Financial Planning Club here at MSU. And welcome to the Mad Money Talk podcast, podcast by students for students, helping you make the best choices you can with your money while you're still in school and also when you're getting started in your career. Topics will range from how to save money, how to invest, how to understand your benefits once you've entered your careers. And it's all in a fun environment. As you listen to each episode, jot down at least one thing you can apply today to make a difference in your money. Now, on with the show. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Mav Money Talk. Hope everybody's doing super fantastic. We've got an action-packed episode today. Um, and the, the topic for today is student loans. And I'll let Austin describe this a little bit better, but I think kind of the feeling of us on the team is that it's a pretty big topic. So we're going to break these up into more bite-sized chunks. So we'll probably have another episode after this one and maybe even another one after that one. So maybe in threes. And it kind of reminds me, you know, student loans, again, are going to be our subject for today. Um, You know, there's a lot of um, things going on politically with student loans, some proposed changes and things along those lines. And that's all good. But I think for us and the topics that we're going to cover, we're going to stay in what we know today and what reality is today. So, you know, what what's today, that's what we're going to deal with. And if things change, we can certainly have another episode to talk about the changes. But, um, you know, we're, we're going to deal with what's real today and as we discuss the topic. Um, also, too, you know, I understand that types of topics like this can be sort of sometimes touchy for certain people. Nobody likes to borrow money if we're talking about student loans. And I think it's also important that these episodes in this podcast is more educational. We're not going to really give you advice on what you should or shouldn't do. Well, maybe a little bit, but it's really going to be up to you. Uh, We're just going to have a conversation based on what we know today and what the knowledge is and just help you get thinking about the topics so that you have a a good perspective and are able to make those financial decisions that will be in your best interest. So thinking for yourself, deciding for yourself, and we're just really here as a resource to help you kind of think through things. So, um, you know, with that, um, hello, guys. Um, I'm going to just kind of start it off with with Austin. Um, So Austin, take it away. Maybe you guys want to do just a quick intro, just real quick here before we get jumping into our topic. Yes, sir. Thanks, Dan. What's up, everybody? My name's Austin Dyke. I'm sitting here with Aiden. How you guys doing? And I'm also sitting here with Charlie. What's up, guys? How are we doing? Yeah, so like Dan said, we're going to just kind of have a conversation about student loans, and it can kind of get uncomfortable. So before you check out and you're feeling feeling a little queasy about the topic, just, just hang on and just hold on to the information. We understand that everybody comes from different perspectives when it comes to financial financial situations and not one situation is better than the other. Some people are blessed and some people don't have the blessings that others do. So just know that we're going to give different perspectives. We're going to make it very educational. And we're basically just going to give you the tools in your tool belt that you need. Um, Aiden and I were sitting down kind of just talking about the topic, what we should do, talking about student loans. And my goodness, we went on for like a couple hours just talking in circles about what we could all talk about. And we kind of just came to the conclusion we wanted to break it up into 
some different parts. So we're going to kind of just focus this episode on the more or less going from the perspective that you have no understanding of what student loans are. And that could be the case for a lot of student loan borrowers. They kind of just take it out and have no idea what it is and hope to figure it out down the road. So we're going to make it, uh, yeah, we're going to make it just more educational, explain what it means, explain some of the dangers, explain some of the benefits, because after all, it is allowing people to get education. Um, and yeah, and just make it educational. What, what are your thoughts, Aiden? Yeah, you know, to be honest, to piggyback off that as well, and to go off of what Dan said, we kind of wanted to touch on a little bit of the backstory of how student loans kind of came into effect. And as Dan was kind of saying, you know, as we can even see right now, they're sort of an ever-evolving beast. Um, they're never really set in stone and they're subject to change. So, uh, yeah, I think we're just going to kind of give you a, a basis of information to go off of and, and make your own decisions. Yeah, I came across an interesting stat. Uh, I can't remember where I got it from, but it's just a rough stat. It says that four out of 10 students don't think student loans are considered debt. And I think that's pretty detrimental to knowing about student loans. So I was kind of just going to get us started. And Charlie, could you kind of just explain to us what debt is? Yeah, so debt is basically just owing anything to anyone for whatever reason. Um, in this case, it'd be because you need education. And nowadays, education is very expensive. I don't know the exact rate um, or how, how much education has gone up in price, but it's something that a lot of people need to take student loans out for. Um, and if you take out a student loan, you have to pay it back and it is considered a debt. And we'll go over it in more detail later, but there's different interest rates, uh, different times you have to pay the loan back. Uh, there's, you know, grace periods. There's all this kind of stuff that we'll get into later. But yeah, that is what debt is. Yeah. So going based off of that, like Charlie said, debt is just owing anything to anyone. So when you take out a student loan, whether you know it or not, you do have to take it. You do have to pay it back. Um, yeah. So that kind of that kind of just goes off to our next question. Really, what is a student loan? And you want to kind of explain what a student loan is to us? Yeah, I'll go for it. So a student loan is essentially money borrowed from the government or a private lender uh, through a, a private loan uh, taken with the intention to be used to pay for a higher education, usually pursuing a college degree or in some cases, graduate level work um, or above. This money uh, is money that has to be paid back later with the penalty of interest that grows over time. Now, we're going to get into a little bit later, I think, paying interest while you're in school and a couple uh, little situations, tricks or things to, to save you a little bit of money in the long run. Um, but yeah, I, it is necessary to understand that that these loans do have an interest payment and that they will accumulate that interest over time. Austin, you got something to add on that? Yeah. So like it it is interesting because you say student loan and you think, oh yeah, don't really know how that works. I just figured it'll go straight to school. But uh this money that you take out through a student loan, it can be used for tuition, it can be used for room and board, it can be used for books and fees. But what a lot of people don't know, and this is where the slope can get pretty slippery when it comes to student loans, is that you can actually, there is really no restriction for what you can and can't use this money for. So I've, uh, I have no source, but just kids that I've talked to or I've heard overheard conversations, I've heard 
I've heard students say I took out and my extra loan got approved so I can go go on the spring break trip or I can go I can go I listened to a girl say that she went on a shopping spree with a student loan and that's where that's where we want to just make this more educational understand really how student loans work where the bear can get kind of kind of mean and understand that maybe we shouldn't be taking this out for anything other than what we exactly need it for what it's intended for and that is school what are your thoughts dan yeah i totally agree i didn't know that that's a really good point and i'm kind of with you i i think there's a danger in borrowing too much money i really like the way you put that um and just using these dollars for, as you say, higher education, you know, for the tuition room books, I think that makes total sense. And, you know, at the end of the day, you have to pay this money back, as you guys have said a bunch of different times. Do you want to pay it back because you took a spring break trip? Or do you want to pay it back because you took some extra classes so you could graduate a little bit earlier? I mean, what's going to make the most sense? In other words, debt isn't bad in and of itself. It's just a misuse of debt. And, you know, we want to make sure that we're making smart decisions. You guys are definitely on track with helping from that decision-making standpoint. So, yeah, excellent. So from the, I was just going to ask, Austin, is there like a rule of thumb maybe off when somebody's wondering when and when not to take out loans or do you want to get that later? Yeah, we can probably get a little bit into that more in the next episode when it comes to situations and what should we do? And like we said at the beginning, uh, nobody's, nobody's situation is better than the others um, and things can be different, but it all comes down to you get to make your own decisions. There are different situations for everybody and there's different options. Um, matter of fact, it is possible to pay for school completely with cash. You can work your butt off, save a bunch of money, and you can pay it off completely in cash. Or you can, there, there's, there's plenty of options. I know Dan, Dan kind of had a rule of thumb that he's, he's heard before, but with that, we just wanted, we just wanted a preference that we'll throw out some situations and some ideas that you can do, but just understand that everybody is different. Uh, Dan, do you want to go over like what you were telling us about the other day? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, good segue too. Uh, you know, and this again is kind of a rule of thumb and Sometimes rules of thumb can be referred to as rules of dumb. So you have to really kind of make sure that um, you are using it wisely. But the rule of thumb that I've always kind of used and understood is that your total loan balance when you graduate should be should equal what you estimate for your first year salary or compensation. So if you expect to make after you graduate $50,000, having a student loan balance of no more than $50,000 is, is that rule of thumb. Now, as you guys are saying, you know, every situation is different. Maybe the best dollar amount is zero. But again, you know, you have to just remember use, using your debt wisely and making good decisions with that. Like you say, if you're using it for to improve yourself and invest in yourself through education, I think that's a good investment. So. Would it be worth borrowing? Absolutely. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that, Dan. And I, I really like when you say that it's an investment, right? It's an investment in higher education. Um, there's, you know, it, it's just a tricky situation when we talk about, well, we're at the financial planning club, right? We look, we're futuristic. We look to the future, but I think a lot of people are not thinking that far ahead 
Um, and when they look at like when they're going to, where they're going to go to school, they might look at these private universities that tuition is $60,000 a year and they might, you know, sign up, jump into something too quickly. And then they realize, oh, okay, wait, hold on. You know, I, I don't really know what I want to do yet. And yet I'm spending tens of thousands of dollars that are going to take a lifetime to pay back. Um, and so I think that, yeah, that, that that's a, I mean, in my opinion, I feel like that's a good rule of thumb to go by. Um when you're looking to pursue a higher education. Yeah. And when you're looking at it as like an investment, um, if you want to look towards the long term and your future, if you really want to spend some time on it, that can be very beneficial because growing up, I think in high school, it was just expected that you go to college and it's you can definitely get pressured into going to college, even though that's maybe something you don't want to do or you don't know you want to do. And that can lead to people taking out loans and going down a road that they maybe shouldn't do or don't actually want to do. They just kind of fall into the pressure of everybody from my hometown and all my friends are going to school. So I better do that. Um, so yeah, if you want to look at it as an investment, to get to a higher paying job then that's awesome but just you got to look towards the future more than just a short term i'm going to do this because other people are doing it yeah i like what aiden said if, if you viewers don't know um we are us three are finance majors uh financial planning majors we go to the financial planning club and a cool the cool word about that is planning so we're always we are thinking futuristic and i think that is a key word there you got to have a plan it doesn't matter. I don't think it matters where you go, what degree you get, or how much you take out. But I think you should definitely have a plan. Say, if you're going into a profession that pays only $50,000 a year, it's probably not a good idea to go to a school and pay, take out a bunch of student loans for $200,000 a year. With the way interest works and just that financial or that income shovel that you get, it's uh that plan is pretty pretty impossible to pay that all back not impossible but pretty difficult and it's going to be it's going to be uh chaining you down for the second you get out of college it's going to be a weight on your shoulders and it's just going to be tough yeah to, to go off what austin said too uh it's it's kind of hard because as an 18 year old or a 19 year old or whenever you're going to college i don't know the average age but you have to make these decisions that are literally going to affect the rest of your life uh, or at least your financial life. And so when you're thinking about things like this, it's really important, like Austin said, to really have that plan structured, even if it's, you know, loosely based around so-and-so, but at, just have something to reference um, to go back and look at it. Because I think that, I mean, that is, that will lead to success in the future. Mm -hmm. And just thinking about that is yeah, very important. Because you, you are starting a step behind when you start with uh, a lump sum of debt, you're starting a little bit in the hole. So it's more or less just a, micromanage that hole, see how big it is, and just have a plan. Understand understand what your what your degree is going to do for you. Understand if it's going to get you into a specific profession and understand what that profession pays. So that way you don't go way over in your head in student loan debt and you end up graduating and you don't have any idea what your degree can get you and where to start. Um, yeah. Do you remember uh, at Excel, when I heard that statistic that only how many, it was like a 30 to 40% of people actually get a job within the major they studied in college. I think it was actually less than that. Yeah, 
20 to 30% or something like that. So that just kind of goes to show that plans change. Um, but if you just got to do the best you can in the moment mm -hmm. to figure out what you want to do. Yeah. I think, you know, the XL at Charlie mentioned too, these guys were fortunate enough to go to a fantastic conference uh, that uh, had a lot of uh, next gen um, breakout sessions and workshops around kind of the financial planner of the future. So yeah, uh, I had a great time. I know you guys did too, and definitely came away with some some good learning. Um, definitely, yeah, it was a fantastic experience. Yeah, I kind of liked Aiden the, the how you put the, the plan together. So maybe this is um, what we can maybe leave our listeners with, and then we'll pick it up next week on how student loans work. So maybe some of the, more of the mechanics behind how they work, and maybe some of the different types of and kinds of student loans. But I think the main takeaway that I've heard today is that having a plan in place is super important. And so coming into each school year, have a plan where you're gonna look at, how am I gonna pay for my tuition coming up? So like, he's, like Austin said, savings, job, maybe hitting up your family and friends, whatever it is. So get that savings and get that cash element. And then, I would say too, and you guys have maybe mentioned this in some in passing and just maybe in some of our discussions, but honestly, I think an untapped area that students just don't pay enough attention to are scholarships and grants. I, there's even in financial planning, there's like a dozen different scholarships and a lot of them go unused. So I strongly encourage you to make sure that you're looking at MAV jobs and some other places where there are our scholarship opportunities. And yes, it's not going to be 100%, but you know, again, if you're if it's part of your plan, maybe it's 2500, maybe it's 3 grand, you know, whatever it is, that definitely adds up. And so then you can maybe make as smart a choice as possible on making up the gap and that would be through maybe student loans or maybe taking less classes. I'm not really sure, but I think the main point is to make sure that you have a plan a thoughtful plan in place to make sure that you're not borrowing everything so that you get, as you guys say, just kind of have that debt um, anchor around your head uh, when you graduate. So what do you guys think of that? Yeah, that was, that was really good. I'm going to actually, Austin printed out this lovely statistic that shows something, well, basically what you just mentioned. It says that a third of undergrad students don't file for the FAFSA. And of that third, 2 million would have qualified for a grant. There you go. So like wow. you said, you know, that's a, a huge mm -hmm. uh, amount of money that's just going unused and, and untapped. So that, that's definitely that's definitely a correct statistic. But we see that all the time. I mean, even at our own university, um, there are several scholarships that are open to pretty much anybody. There's obviously some that are major specific or you have to be pursuing a certain, you know, whatever. Um, yeah. But yeah, definitely. Yeah. I'll tell you, I'll tell you a good story. My nephew, uh, who's, he's older than you guys now, but he basically financed most of his education through scholarships and gifts. He went to every place in his hometown. Um, he went to the Lions Club. He went to the Chamber of Commerce. He went to all these places and he just said, hey, I'm a college student. I'm going to, you know, he went to South Dakota State University. Um, and he said, I'm, I'm trying to finance my way. 
Um, I've got some savings, but I could really use your help here, you know, and he just basically was able to scrabble together enough gifts, scholarships, and grants, and he graduated with no debt whatsoever. So thanks for bringing that up, Aiden. That's a great point. Make sure that you're taking advantage of some of this, I'm going to call this free money. Uh, it, it's not really free, but, you know, it's pretty dang close. So you'll have to maybe fill out some applications, maybe do some interviews, um, and just meet some requirements along the way. But man, you're just leaving money on the table if you don't take advantage of some of those things. And you kind of have to ask the question, what's the worst that can happen? How can it hurt if I apply for this scholarship? You know, you maybe write an essay or fill out an application for something. And, you know, the worst that can happen is you spent 30, 45 minutes investing your time into a possible multi- you know, a couple thousand dollars that taken off of your already expensive college. So you just kind of have to look at it at the what's the worst that can happen kind of mindset. And you'll realize that you got to do it. You got to just try to get as many scholarships as possible and go from there. Yeah. And thanks very much. That's Stuart. I don't know. Did you want to add something on there, Aiden? I was just going to say, yeah, I, I totally agree with you, Charlie. And it, it's just, and I mean, it's interesting. <laughs> yeah. So that's, the, uh, that's a life approach too. what's the worst that can happen. Well, and a few thousand dollars uh, may not seem like a lot at the time, or maybe it does in the grand scheme of things, but the interest accumulated on the, that thousand dollars or that $3,000 or whatever it is alone is, you know, worth your time of filling out an application and, and going for the scholarship anyways. Yeah, and we can, we can get into it more in detail of what routes can you take to help uh, nickel and dime your college and help out and what are some schemes that you can use. But as a avid scholarship filler outer myself, um, just make sure you're not sending out your social security number. Um, if the scholarship's asking for your social security number, run the opposite direction as fast as you can. And I just wanted to throw that in there. Excellent point, yeah. And I, I'd say too, and just kind of closing up, um, you know, this could be a great episode for us. I know Samantha Campa um, is a great resource at the College of Business um, for scholarships and things along those lines. So we could definitely get her on a podcast and have her yeah. talk a little bit more in depth on some of the resources that, you know, Minnesota State has. I know they do. So they're not going to, you're not going to go on this alone. You're going to be able to have some resource firepower behind you. Um, but let's kind of just close up for today. So um, basically the, the main takeaway, and you guys correct me if I'm wrong here, but the main takeaway is making sure that you're using debt wisely, understand how the student loan works. And really at that basic level, you're borrowing money and you need to pay it back. Um, be, make smart choices about as you come into each school year, how much I gonna, am I gonna be able to pay in cash from savings for my job? Maybe I've got some grants and scholarships that I can add in there, and then I'll try and make up the balance in uh, student loans. If you need help, again, Minnesota State has some great resources to help you navigate through that whole complexity. Um, and I think what we'll do maybe for next week um, or for the next episode is let's just maybe get in a little bit deeper into the mechanics how these work so that we have a so that listeners have a, a really good idea of how these things work so any any parting um go yeah. ahead, 
I would just like to say to like the viewers, obviously, thanks for listening. But going into the next episode, I'll just figure out where you're at. If that's zero dollars, awesome. If that's a hundred thousand, that's okay too. Figure out where you're at, figure out how much more you need to go, figure out how much that will cost you, and figure out what can we do to get that plan set in place. Figure out where you're at, look to the future, and get a plan. Well said. Well, that's our episode for today. Thank you very much for listening. Hopefully you found one thing you can apply today to make progress with your money. In future episodes, we'll introduce something called Your Blueprint, which will be a way for you to capture some of the things you've learned over the episodes into a document you can refer to as you plan your way. And if you have any ideas for our team to cover, please drop us a line. We'd love to cover it for you. And if you liked our episode, again, thank you for listening. Please subscribe to the podcast, share the podcast, or tell a friend about it, rate and review the podcast, and please stay tuned for more Mav Money Talks. Have a great day.